welcome. You are listening to Grace Capital Church Podcast. We started our message last week about, you know, what is the, what's this committed to the cause? What is this cause that we are on? And it first and foremost starts with to give glory to God. John chapter 17. If you have your Bibles, you can follow along with me. We, we had a message planned for today, and I might just hit some, some highlights of that just to know that you're going to be in life group today. and I mean, not today, but this week. And you're going to be talking about this message that you didn't hear. <laughs> so you can actually go to one of our other locations. I will give you a portion of this message. But if you want the full message, you can go on to listen it from our Laconia location or our Pembroke location, and you can hear that message. But in John chapter 17, verses 20, says this. These are Jesus' words. I do not ask for these only but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may be one just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, so that they may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. You see, we're kind of marked by the way that we act and respond to each other. When I say that we're marked, people look at us. And when I say people, the world looks at us. And they're going to want to see when we face adversity. They're going to want to see when we face challenges. They're going to see when we have family meetings that are difficult. They want to see how we're going to respond one to another. And he says, the way that you're marked is the way that you live together as one. You see... Jesus himself, the reason why in 1 Corinthians they says, you know, you follow this person, you follow that person, but what you're doing is the, are you saying the body's divided? He says, no, 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 no. If we're all following Jesus, and we're following one Lord, and we're not following a person, then we are no longer divided. We're united as one family with, under the lordship of Jesus. And so Jesus, in his prayer, he says, you know, the world will be looking at you, and as you treat one another, as you love one another, as you become one with one another, the world will know if this Jesus is real or if this Jesus is not. How much are we one? How much do we care about not being divided, but we're united under the same Lord, under the same Jesus? The interesting thing about Jesus' part in this committed to the cause is when we understand the first and foremost, the cause is to bring glory to God, and this is what we're all about, is to bring glory to God. But then we read further on in, in John chapter 17, That God has a part for us. If we start at verse 6, we realize that he plays a part on 
how we are to live out this cause, committed to the cause. Verse 6, it says this, Jesus' words again, I have manifested your name to the people whom you gave me out of this world. Yours they were, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. I want you to hold on to that thought for a second, that we've kept his word. Now they know that everything that you have given me is from you, for I've given them the words that you gave me. Okay, here we go, the words. Jesus has given the words from the Father, and they have received them, and they have come to know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. Remember, this is Jesus praying to his Father in heaven. He says, I'm praying for them. I'm not praying for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. And I no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me. I want you to focus on that word keep for a moment. Keep them in your name. While I was with them, verse 12, while I was with with them, I kept them. Here's that word kept or keep. I kept them in your name, which you have given me. I have guarded them. And not one of them has been lost except the son of destruction, that the scripture might be fulfilled. There's a couple things in this scripture that we just read that are so important for us to understand. That God has a part in this mission that we're on. This mission to restore and to redeem a people back to God who he so desires and loves to be in relationship with. And we have a part to play in that. The first part for us, yes, is that we, we protect ourselves from division. And the second part is we are one. We, we serve the one Lord Jesus. We'll have many expressions. I'm about the kingdom of God, not about Grace Capital Church. Now, God has entrusted a vision to Grace Capital Church that we will steward and will press in and pursue. But there's a few things that I want us to understand that God has given us that will help us along this mission, this cause that we're a part of. Number one, he gives us his word. We read that. He says, I have given them the word. And now we have the the word today, which is the scripture, the Holy Scripture. He has given it to us. He's spoken it to us. Now it's written for us. And John 17, 8 says, I have hidden these things in my heart. I've got a question for us. How much scripture do you memorize? How much are you in the word of God? Because it is so important when we face difficult times, like we've just faced, how much is the word of God coming back to us and being re-brought to our minds? And if we've hidden this word in our hearts, 
He can help us and minister to us by reminding us what his word says. I'll never leave you or forsake you. The battle is the Lord's. And the Holy Spirit is our reminder. In John 14, 26, he will bring to remembrance all the things that he has given you. The interesting thing is you can't remember what you have not heard. Have you allowed the Lord to speak to you through his written word? Because there'll be a time that you don't have this Bible in front of you and you're going to find what is it that, that you want to speak to me, God? And if you don't have anything hidden in your heart, how is it going to be remembered by you? God's part. The second thing that he does for us is he prays for us. Can you imagine that? The God of the universe prays for you and me. Isn't that comforting? That in the midst of trials, that in the midst of hardship, in the midst of whatever it is that we're facing, he prays for us. Well, wait a second. I thought only we pray to God. <laughs> no, he, he actually prays for us. Part three, what, God's do, what God does is he keeps us. Remember I said that word keep? That word is also another word that's found in this idea like a, like a mother hen gathers her chicks. I don't know if you've ever had um, chickens before. I grew up on a hobby farm and, and we had these, these little chicks and I love how protective those mother hens are. You get close to those chicks and she comes there and does a little squat and puts her feathers out and she basically says, get away, these are mine. It's that same imagery that he says that he keeps us like a mother hen protects us underneath her wings and, and shelters us and protects us. Isn't that nice to know? That God so much desires us, and when we choose to say, we are yours, that he has a part to play. We're not out there on our own just trying to figure this out. But instead, he comes and surrounds us and protects us and keeps us. We've all been through a difficult week. It's nice to know that he's given us a word, his word to comfort us. It's nice to know that in our trials and tribulation and even asking, what's next, God, that he actually is praying for us. I can imagine his prayer would be I'm just praying that there's peace I'm praying that there's unity I'm praying let them be one as as my son and I are one to know that he's keeping us he doesn't let us just go out there on our own and, and without his protection and without his guidance and without his love and without his attentiveness I think sometimes we feel like, God, where are you? He's there. 
We might not always see or feel, but we know with confidence he is there. And he wants to be like a mother hen. Wrapping her feathers, his arms around us to care for us and to protect us. Sometimes when we feel vulnerable, when change makes us feel vulnerable, it's nice to know that these are the things that our Father in Heaven will do for us. I want to share with you, just as a point of clarity as well. I love your hearts. I love that you're allowing God to do a work in this situation. All of us. I love the fact that I've continued time and time again hearing how this congregation is coming before the Lord and saying, God, what is this? What is next? But God's faithful. He's not going to allow us to flounder. He's not going to allow us to be in a place without knowing what's next. I want to speak to the idea of multi-site for a moment. We're one church, many locations. Or we could say we're a family of churches. We went through an exercise not too long ago where all the location pastors got together and we, we began to revision what it is. God, what have you said this church is all about? We reestablished our, our mission, our vision, our values. But one of the things that we didn't have a lot of clarity on, what does this multi-site thing look like? You know, if this is a, if multi-site takes away our, our ability to be unique, do we really think multi-site is good? That's a valid question that I've struggled with myself. But here's what I believe it looks like. And the Holy Spirit showed me this in a, in a picture. The Lord, the Lord speaks to me in pictures in my mind sometimes. This got written into a document of the people that were putting together this, this document of, of the outcome of our meetings, of, of looking at our mission, vision, and values. I'm going to read it to you. It says, The Holy Spirit showed me the picture of, synchronized, of a synchronized swim team. The swimmers look different. They have a unique body shape and personality, but they move together. They swim to the same music. They train together, eat together, celebrate wins together, cry over losses together. This is what will make us powerful for the kingdom. In this model, we are swimming the same direction, always pushing the limits, yes, but not going on our own. We go together, not leaving anyone behind, but working in unison. Some people say, well, multi-site, what is that? And hopefully, that image of synchronized swimmers, if you've ever seen the Olympic sport, I don't know why that's an Olympic sport, but <laughs> when you see them, they're doing the movements together. 
but they all look different. They have different personalities. They're unique. But they move to the music together. For us, that's what multi-site means. When you're a part of Grace Capital Church Manchester, you're also a part of Grace Capital Church Pembroke. You're also part of Grace Capital Church Laconia. You're also a part of Grace Capital Church wherever the next location might be. What that means is we're better together. It gives us the opportunity. One practical example of that is for the food drive. Oh my word, have you seen the mounds of food that have been coming in for this food drive? It's amazing. Collectively, we can do so much more than we could individually. Now, Manchester will have a unique expression of what that looks like. Every location's outreach is very different, and that's celebrated. Well, we said different personality and maybe a little bit different look, but the DNA is still the same. That's who we are. And if God places that in your heart to say, you know what, I connect with that, and I want to be a part of that, I want you to to respond to the Lord and say, this is where he's planted me, and this is where he's placed me. But only if Jesus has said that. But I'll also say that if God has placed something different inside of you, that's okay too. But we want to always say this. It's like Paul said, we only follow one Lord, one Jesus, one way. We'll be a body with unique expressions, but we will be known by the way we love one another. We'll be known by our unity, but we'll also be known by our diversity, and that's okay. And that should be celebrated. Father, I just want to say thank you for coming, being with us today, as you're always with us. Father, we keep our eyes on you, first and foremost. That you are our leader, Jesus. We submit our plans, our desires, our motives, our hearts to you. We love you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you come and, and you indwell with us. The word says where two or three are gathered, you are here and thank you for being here. Father in heaven, I just thank you so much for what you do for us. You pray for us. You keep us. You've given us your word. Help us this week to even hide more of your word into our hearts. Help us this week, Lord, to understand this relationship that you've designed us to be with you, that you want to protect us, that you want to guide us, that you want to keep us. God, I just pray that you continue to minister to us, minister to our hearts. 
Father, if there are still hearts out there, Lord, that are, that are broken, that are hurting, please minister to those hearts. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. This time I'd like to have an opportunity to pray for Jesse and Laura. If there are elders here from either any of our locations or council members, if you'd come and just surround Jesse and Laura as well, if you guys would come. Thank you for Jesse and Laura. I want them to feel our love for them. This congregation has great love for them. Father, you have a calling on their life. You've designed them in a specific way. God, I have confidence that you're going to continue to use them to impact your kingdom, to reach people for you in the unique way that you've placed within inside Jesse and Laura. God, I pray a blessing over them and I also pray a release on them. Father, I pray right now that you bring clarity for next steps, but you also bring peace inside, Father, to know that you are that one who will pray for them, that will keep them and protect them and provide for them. Father, I also pray that there would be people in this congregation that would continue to reach out and love on them, support them, Father, if there's some here that you are calling to come alongside them, Lord, let it be. We thank you for this couple. I pray a blessing also on their, on their children and the baby to come. Lord, I just pray you would just rest over this home. Give peace, direction and comfort in Jesus' name. Amen. Peace of God, the type of peace that surpasses all understanding, that that peace would mount a garrison and a guard over their hearts and their minds in Christ Jesus. Lord, you never leave us. You never forsake us, Lord God, Father. We are in the shadow of your wings, Lord God, Father. And Lord, trial and tribulation, it chisels us, Lord God. It chisels like, like Jesse's body. This, he's, he's very good looking. He looks like my son. <laughs> and, and my son has a bad temper and the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. 
But one of the things that he does to, to, to tame his soul is to exercise. And that exercise gives him peace beside the Lord. It, it gives him peace. And Father, I pray that through trial and the things that are coming up ahead, Lord God, Lord, that their bodies, this body, this is the temple of God. These two mm. bodies are the temple of God. And Lord, that you would chisel these bodies, Lord God, because that's how we move forward, Lord. Through that, as we embrace it, Lord God, knowing, knowing, Lord God, that you know everything, Lord God, and that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords, Father. So lead them and guide them as you chisel, Lord God, as you shape, as you mold, as you provide, as you comfort, Lord God, and love. And I pray, Lord God, for your presence, Lord God, your presence on them, Lord God, that they would not despair, Lord God, because you are the king. You are the one that keeps us, Lord God, through all things so that they would be anxious for nothing, nothing, Lord God, as they press into you, Lord God. Lord, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Father, for this great work that you're doing, Lord God. Lord, thank you that you lead us and guide us, that you are the light at our feet, Lord God, Father. You are that light. You are that, that, that city on a hill, Lord God. That's what you shape us into, that people are attracted, attracted, that they are astounded, astounded, Lord God, as we walk in your ways through all things, Lord God. They go, wow. Their God is real. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Anybody else have anything they want to pray or a word for them? I just want to share with you guys, I was really asking God, you know, why? And, and why does this feel a little bit like we're ostracizing as opposed to what this is meant to be? And I feel like God said, there's optimization that's going to happen. And the many strengths of Jesse and Laura are going to meet the motivation and the vision, and there's not going to be any polarizing anything. There's not going to be any friction or frustration. It's just going to be victory, and I feel like when it's about souls and that optimization occurs, we are going to do like Jesse said and celebrate the wins together, and I just want to say that if there's anything that feels like it's pulling away, I feel like God's saying he's pulling you into a place of optimization. Uh, the Lord has uh, given me sort of a letter for you, for you all, Jesse and Laura and this body. And um, it's out of the Lord's heart and compassion that I like to give this to you. I care for you. I love you. Have faith in that. I want the best for you as I see it. Do not put me in a box. Trust me in the little things. Trust me in the big things. For you are my delight. I will bring fruit in your lives. 
Do not fear the pruning. Trust me. Lean on me. Have faith in me and be an overcomer. Can you just give Jesse and Laura an appreciation by just giving them a hand? Let them know how much I love. So, church, thank you so much uh, for being here. I, I do want to say that we, we welcome further questions if you have them for us when we dismiss. Um, I do want to just uh, share with you um, before you leave who your leadership team is. I, I know in transitions you might like, well, where are my leaders? So, Mike, if actually you can just come back up um, in the Shaws as well. And... Um, Jorgen and Sarah, you guys can come. Um, I just wanted to let you know that actually Mark Harbinson is out of town, but um, Mark Harbinson is, as you might know, that, and Kevin and Annie, um, is one of your council members. Mike uh, Visaki also is. If you ever have any questions about, hey, where are we going uh, financially with the church, or how's, how's our location doing uh, financially, he will have that information, and Full disclosure on that. Um, your elders here are the Shaws. They might be new faces to you, but Jesse had the privilege of, of marrying their daughter. And, um, and they are going to step in, being Rick and Lisa. Uh, great to have you here back, Lisa, uh, with us, as they're going to be transitioning out of town. Um, as well as, we, you know, Kevin and Annie, they're the assisting pastors here of this location. Uh, and uh, Jesse's going to be helping Jorgen over the next couple of weeks, um, bring him up to speed as the uh, new location pastor, along with his wife, uh, Sarah. So I want to let you know. Also, John Wallace is not here. He's in Florida getting a suntan. Um, but he's going to be along with your team as well as Liz Leone. Uh, will continue to be the children's ministry uh, director for that. So know that you guys are loved, cared for. And uh, I just would encourage us to just keep our eyes focused on the Lord. He will bring peace to us. He'll give us direction. And I truly believe he'll speak to us. The days are good in front of us for Jesse and Laura. The days are good in front of us for Grace Capital Church. The days are good for us if we keep our focus on Jesus and his purpose and his mission. And we just pray for all of us before we dismiss. Lord, I just continue to say thank you for who you are. I'm thankful for your great love for us, your great compassion. And even, Father, though sometimes when it seems like change is here, God, we, we don't always understand it, but we look back and then we begin to say, oh, right, this is what you are doing. Father, I know that we don't have that perspective yet. But let us keep our trust in you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would like to know more about Grace Capital Church or how to get a copy of this broadcast, 
please visit us online at gccnh.com.